Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Lady T and you are listening to Consensus Podcast where we discuss faith, family, and navigating modern society as a member of the nuclear family structure. Today, I have a very exciting and um, somewhat controversial episode for you guys. We are living in a society that has completely devalued the nuclear family structure and the family in general. We see marriage as oppressive and the counter to that is what we live in now and what we will be discussing today. It is a the reason for everything that I've discussed in previous episodes. Well, it's a reason for what I've discussed in episode one and a product of what I discussed in episode two. Um, if you listen to episode one, then you know I discussed father hunger. If you listen to episode two, I discussed the deinstitutionalization of marriage. And with that, we saw a rise in what we will be talking about today, and that is divorce and divorce culture. Well, uh, I don't think that we really know what we're doing when it comes to signing off on those documents and ending our families for those who do it. Now, me, I'm married. I'm happily married, have been since 2011. I, the more I learn about divorce and its effects on the family and on the children and the more I see us degrade, society, degrade marriage and things in society, the more I'm determined to keep my family together. Um, but we're going to get into this. I got a couple of sources that I want to I want to uh, kind of use for this podcast, and it is ridiculous. But I'm going to roll this music and get into today's topic on divorce culture and if it's helping families or not.
So what we've done is we've demolished, I've not demolished, demoted the nuclear family structure and then we've pushed it to the back front. We took it from the virtues of the companionate marriage. We've evolved that into the individualized marriage and of course when we evolved the marriage into the individualized marriage we've stripped the expectation of meeting your spouse's needs we've stripped the expectation of actually honoring your marital vows especially until death do us part and here's the kicker with divorce we've lied at, to society and told them two things we told um, American society that the breakdown of uh, that the divorce was actually not the breakdown of society but a revitalization and another way to strengthen the family even though statistically speaking that is not true um, all it takes is a little bit of thinking for yourself and being willing to learn outside of academia's lies that the divorce has contributed to a lot of problems in the family We've also shifted blame from we've shifted blame off of divorcing couples but and onto society by saying things like this. And Maggie Gallagher writes about this in her book. She says one recent researcher, Constance Aarons, on or in her book, The Good Divorce, Keeping Your Family Together When Your Marriage Comes Apart, went so far as to maintain that in 1994, no less. It is not divorce so much as social disapproval of divorce that is harmful. All language that is nucleocentric causes immeasurable harm to children of divorce. The negative language so common to divorce imprisons millions of families by making them feel that they are somehow unacceptable. So we've shifted blame onto society for the negative consequences of divorce not the actual ripping of the family apart in itself but then we'll also go so far in our line as to say that breaking a family and divorce is not actually breaking a family it is strengthening the family and revitalizing it um we've argued and this has got to be my favorite line my favorite line that I've heard the cliche quoted, oh, I'd rather have my children happy in a single parent home than miserable in a toxic marriage. And what we do with that is we, we uh, assume that all marriages are bastions of places of some sort of abuse and toxicity and centers basically for trauma when that isn't always the case. What cliches like that do is take healthy marriages like mine and they sum them up to the abusive marriages of people like Johnny Depp in which his wife was physically abusing him and then trying to manipulate him into believing that he wasn't really abused while she's physically and psychologically abusing him by doing things like manipulating a vulnerable man and then defecating on his bed. What we do with that is we make way for what uh, Maggie writes about when she says 
the experts demotion of marriage influenced American directly through the work of lawyers therapists and counselors and indirectly through women's magazines best-selling books and media images by the early 70s divorce began to be portrayed not just as a sometimes necessary evil but as a positive good a type of freedom an exhilarating choice a lifestyle alternative Divorce, which had always existed in American society as a safety valve for certain extreme situations, began to be viewed as normal, even saltiary act. On the contrary, a refusal to divorce in the face of some personal unhappiness began to be portrayed as a kind of masochism or at best a failure of nerve. So what we've done is we've made the honoring of marital vows through better or worse, for richer or poorer, a form of sadomasochism and we've made just divorcing because you're experiencing temporary unhappiness the standard of bravery we're lying to society and telling them that the traumas that children experience like the kids uh, that I spoke about earlier in the, from the documentary, well, that trauma isn't real, and if it is, it's not the divorce that caused that trauma, it's society's attitude towards divorce, because ripping the father out of his children's life is not a traumatic experience. No, it's society's attitude toward divorce that causes that trauma. And so with all those things, before I wrap up here, I would like to ask those who advocate for divorce regardless of the situation what how do we benefit from divorce culture I see and I have seen divorce lawyers on TikTok trying their hardest to sell and they sell it to women especially because 80% of divorces are divorces filed for are filed by women they sell to women this idea that your husband uh your husband's infidelity is inevitable and you better leave him before he leaves you they sell to women this idea that uh, a man they sell us the the sexual wandering male theory that all men cheat and it's gonna happen whether you want it to or not and what divorce lawyers do is they encourage they take this fear and they really drive home this paranoia in women that your husband is going to cheat on you. Not only that, but they take it a step further and say it's only a matter of time before your husband cheats and leaves you for another woman. So you might want to get ahead of him and, and uh, take control of your situation. You know, have some money of your own because your husband's going to leave you. And when he does, you need to be able to take care of yourself. The the only thing that they are doing with that is trying to line their own pockets. They don't care about you, ladies. It's not about looking out for you it's about looking out for their own money divorce is a billion dollar industry these people don't care about your families uh, the anyone who cares about your family is not going to tell you to destroy it again there are always extremes where divorce is necessary but temporary unhappiness is not it um, and that is it for today's show thank you for joining me again and tune in next episode to Consensus Pod with your host, Lady T.